welcome to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and our show is all about exploring a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us connected, more aware, and perhaps gaining a wider perspective. As we start out our 2019 on the Connections Radio Show, I'm inviting you to think about the year ahead as one that will be filled with paradox. And I encourage you to welcome and accept our paradoxes as guides to developing who we are for ourselves, our community, and the world around us. We're creatures that need to find our way, and I see three major paradoxes that we need to live within and understand about. On the one hand, we need certainty. We need this need for safety and stability and security and comfort. And then on the other hand, we need some variety. We need surprise and challenges, excitement, difference and chaos even. But if we've got one or the other and a little out of balance, if we've got too much certainty, we get a little bored. If we've got too much surprise and challenges, we've got that chaos. But finding our way in the middle, I think that's part of honoring both. We want to grow both emotionally and intellectually and spiritually. We want to gain perspectives on ourselves. And yet at the same time, we want to contribute. We want to give back. We want to do something for others. So the tension between who we are and who we want to be to give is there for us as well. We also want to have significance. Who are we as an individual? Are we something special? What's our importance? What is our import? How are we important? How are we worthy in our own right? And we also want to make connection. And that's what our show is all about is that need for relatedness. How do we communicate? How do we talk about things? How can we blend with others and create meaning together? So on our Connections Radio Show, as we kick this off for the year, it's our goal to create that safe place to have an adventure, to explore ideas that help us grow, but help us contribute to each other. And as we do all this, we seek both our own meaning and creating meaning with others in Connections. I am excited not only to have the Eastside Freedom Library be featured today, but will be featured on the first Saturday of every month. Uh, and it's a real honor because I really admire what the Eastside Freedom Library is doing. And whatever we can do to amplify the art and the community and the culture and the thought that they're doing, we do it in celebration. And I have Peter Ratcliffe, who is the co-executive director of the Eastside Freedom Library and who will be the co-host throughout all these shows. Welcome, Peter. Thank you, Lori. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Yeah, Happy New Year to everybody and Happy New Year to you and the Eastside Freedom Library. Thank you. And the cool things that you do. We also want to do a thank you to the Brunson Pub. Uh, this is a cool place where history and passion are part of every detail, and it starts with the menu, and it's really inspired by the neighborhood of the east side. So I want you to come to the uh, Brunson's Pub. It's at 956 Payne Avenue. They are the sponsors of our show, and you can also get a discounted gift card when you mention that you're either an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the east side Freedom Library. And you can learn more about that by going to Brunson's Pub at brunsonspub.com. So, my friend, Peter, tell me a little bit more about what's going on at the Eastside Freedom Library. Some of our audience members have probably heard you on our show before, but I always like to be able to have you give us the lowdown on, on what's happening, what, what cool things are all about uh, the Eastside Freedom Library. Well, Lori, I'm delighted that you raised this idea of creating meaning together. And I think that that's really the framework that pulls together everything that we're doing at the Eastside Freedom Library, whether we're providing resources and mentoring middle school and high school kids who are doing History Day research, whether we're hosting uh, innovative musical performances, whether we're hosting the reading of a new play like we're going to do on the last Sunday of the month, a play about... Uh, the Wilson's meatpacking strike of 1959. Down in Albert Lee. Down in Albert Lee. Um, you know, whether we're going to hear from someone like Paula Overby, who's written a memoir 
about being a transgender political activist and bringing her book to the library. Um, whether we're hosting an art exhibit about the experiences of refugees across Europe uh, and what we can learn from visual representations of, of their experiences, including a workshop for kids to make art together. So we will be creating meaning together uh, throughout the month of January and, and beyond. And at the same time, one of the things I, I admire is that there are many communities in the East Side that mm -hmm. are, it's the most diverse, it's the most multicultural. Each community can have its sense of significance and meaning and sharing roots and ways of knowing, culture, art. And at the same time, they can create, as we talked about connection, how to come together and have empathy for each other's art and culture, uh, learn and, and come to an East Side community. Yeah, and I think a community that is not the lowest common denominator, mm -hmm. but a community that is full of the richness of specific experiences and cultures, people who have expressed themselves through music, dance, visual art, poetry. Um, later this afternoon, for instance, we're hosting a group of Ethiopian poets who call themselves Rhythmic Literature, um, and they have opened their container to invite Oromo and Eritrean and Somali poets and artists as well as their Amharic base. So there is even diversity within the East African community and it is going to be expressed five o'clock this afternoon at the East Side Freedom Library. And it is an open mic. I and it is an open mic. <laughs> Who knows what people will bring in. We were just asked if we could arrange a way to show some visual art as part of it. Um, it's a remarkable and unpredictable, except in the sense that it will be community building in whatever form and shape it takes. If folks want to come to your East Side Freedom Library as a library, Share a little bit about what the library itself is all about. So the library consists now of almost 20,000 books. All of them have been donated. Uh, they've been donated by um, retiring scholars and activists. We have Tony Randolph's books, who was a longtime Minnesota public radio personality and mentor to generations of broadcasters and journalists, particularly people of color. Uh, we have High Berman's books. Uh, High's kids brought us his books after he passed away. Uh, we have Fred Ho's books. Marvelous collection of not only musical, but also political and cutting-edge material that Fred collected over a lifetime of being a creative musician and political analyst. So come in and, and engage the books by all means. Well, we're coming down so quickly to already to the end of our first segment. To learn more about the Eastside Freedom Library, you can go to the eastsidefreedomlibrary.org. Again, check out Brunson's Pub. Uh, Dot com, And we actually, the, the technician has waved at me and said, I have three more minutes, so I do not have to come down <laughs> to the end of the first segment, which is terrific. Um, so what I want to do is go back to your library, because I did have yes. one more follow-up question. Yeah. You recently have a very cool new addition to the library right. that just came in right. this last couple right. weeks. We were gifted... Um, the first edition, 1955, of Langston Hughes's The First Book of Jazz. And it has inspired us to make an effort this month. We will be hosting and we'll be talking about several musical performances that are coming up at the library. And we want to go to our stacks and pull books and pop up a book exhibit of books that teach us about the history of creative music and the role that that creative music has played in the formation of multiple cultures in Minnesota, across the United States, across the world. So we, we want to make more connections between the books and the artistic work that we're hosting. And I understand that the... Um the drawings, the uh, yeah. the is ju yeah. they're just gorgeous. They're just gorgeous, and they're they're black and white um, drawings, and it's it's a remarkable book. And it it may or may not be a children's book. Uh, you may 
have heard in the last couple months that someone has republished the only children's book that James Baldwin wrote, a book that was not well received when it first came out, but is but is really being absorbed today. So these great artists, Langston Hughes, James Baldwin, have made an effort to over their lifetimes to reach children as well as to reach adults and to present, as you opened with today, to present the paradoxes and the paradox of, say, being the descendants of people who were brought to the United States in slave ships and yet have created meaning and a culture and a way of looking at the United States and the world that is in many ways the sharpest and most intelligent perspective we have access to. Well, the Eastside Freedom Library has a library with books. And, and that was sort of a surprise because I thought it was just the name of it being the library uh -huh. because it's a cool building. But it has an amazing library. You celebrate art. You celebrate music. You celebrate performance. Um, there's rarely a place that I can think of that integrates the intellect, the art, the community expression. And that's what makes uh, the Eastside Freedom Library very unique and very attractive and something that the our AM 950 Progressive radio station wants to make sure that folks get a taste of. We're trying to bring it to you through our, our sharing uh, on our show today, but it's also a place to go and and fully uh, explore and, and live and, and get a taste of all the cool things that they're doing. So now I really am at the end of the segment. We've got some cool music that's gonna we'll be talking about in the next segment. Uh, I want to mention also again to check out the Eastside Freedom Library uh, org, Brunson'sPub.com. And if you could also go to Facebook and check out Connections radio show and give us a like we'd really love that and you're listening to am 950 the progressive voice of minnesota why must the world be so cold they've gone against what was told thinking rape is cool think about it they think it's not wrong violence against women the rape the abuse the emotional physical they all hold the hate think about it is it right or wrong what attracts you i'm not saying no names but you laugh Talk about it like nothing is wrong. Think about it. They all hold the hate. Gotta stop the violence. Stop the hate. Think about it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. Vacuum cleaners. You buy them, you break them, and then you throw them away, right? Well, if you're ready to break out of that vicious cycle, we have the answer. Never heard of A1 Vacuum? They've been around forever, offering better alternatives. So if you're ready to stop filling the landfill, give A1 Vacuum a shot. Located in Roseville and ready to show you something better. Find them at a-1vacuum.com or call 651-222-6316. Better yet, drop by. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion radio show Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years, and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the East Side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. 
Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Good morning. I'm Lori Fitz, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And I'm glad you've joined the conversation. This week, we're talking about the programs at the Eastside Freedom Library, and as you're listening to this cool jazz... That's something that you can experience as well. And you'll learn more about that from my co-host, Peter Rackwood, who is the co-executive director of the Eastside Freedom Library. Welcome, Peter. This is cool music. Thank you, Lori. Yes, it definitely is. Um, I feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world that I get to be in attendance at virtually everything that happens <laughs> at, the, at the library. And one of the great things that's happened over the last year is that we've built a relationship with Steve Hirsch and people that Steve works with. Uh, Steve is a great percussionist and inspirer of his own and other people's creativity and imaginations and has really set a tone for the work that we're trying to do with creative music at the Eastside Freedom Library. And I'm thrilled that Steve is here with us this morning in the studio. Welcome, Steve. Well, thanks. It's a really uh, quite a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, I, I had extended uh, the invitation that Steve could bring, you know, a musical instrument. I wasn't sure what music he played. And he said, well, I play drums. <laughs> it may be hard to bring them all in. Yeah, it could be a space issue. I'm happy to, you know, entertain everybody with, with a solo effort. But um, there's just logistical issues for, for doing that. Well, you're going to be uh, doing a program next week at the Eastside Freedom Library. I am, and it's it's one I'm I'm really excited about. Um, I have going to have the distinct honor and pleasure of performing with three musicians who I have just incredible respect and love for, and um, that's uh, Donald Washington, Babatunde Lee, and, and Douglas Ewart, um, who are you know, they're just treasures and they live in this community and they play in this community and they're in some ways, they're not terribly visible um, for a whole host of reasons that I won't speculate about now. Um, but they're really a gift to us and, um, you know, I, I've known... Baba Tundi, I've known just for a couple of years, but I've known Douglas and, and Donald for a number of years, probably as long as I've lived in the Twin Cities or almost as long. Um, and they're incredible musicians and they're incredible human beings and they're incredible artists. And so I'm just really thrilled that I could corral them into a, a room um, together and that we all get to play. And it's calling Calling the Light. So tell me about the title. Well, uh, you know, it's the middle of January, so the light's coming back. There's that. Um, and in some ways, we, to me, you know, we live in some fairly dark times um, right now. And what this music is about, to me, is about connecting with the spirit we need to sustain us through this and bring in some light in, into the world. Um, and I really don't know any better way, you know, to do it with, with, with the meager powers at my disposal. This is really what I know how to do, um, to do that. And these, um, these people I'm playing with, um, do that as well. It's really all about that. Um, so are you going to be rehearsing before or do you just come together as professional musicians and just do what happens? Well, you know, we actually had a rehearsal last week, um, but it's not. So the music we play, um, it has not been written out or decided upon beforehand. The, the kind of music we play is um, it's spontaneous composition. So it happens in the moment. Um, and the way I typically describe it to people is somebody starts off um, playing something and somebody responds to that and then it 
it it goes. It, it's a conversation. It's a four-way conversation sometimes. It's a three-way conversation. It's a two-way conversation, you know, and everybody is just paying attention, listening, contributing as the Spirit moves them to contribute in the way that the Spirit moves um, to contribute. And it's uh, it's a wonderful way um, to, to make music. And when you're doing it with people who understand that process and have a lot of experience with it and bring a lot to the table... Um, extraordinary things can happen. <laughs> Would you say that the audience impacts? Is there you know, different audiences or is it the, the conversation is so intense between the musicians that you could be anywhere? You know, yes and no. We could play in a bunker all by ourselves and something wonderful or some things wonderful would happen. Um, it's a different dynamic with an audience and certainly having the energy of the audience and the attention of the audience makes a difference. Um, and it's not, you know, I'm not really a terribly metaphysical guy, so it's, I don't really have a lot of ways to talk about it, but I know that it makes a difference. I know there's, it's all about communication and conversation. And so when there's other people in the room, they necessarily become part in some way of that conversation. Even in the listening, the way that it's being listened they're not to. It's, it's not yeah. passive. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah. You know, there's an active presence well, of people movement. there. Well, there's even movement. I mean, I, even when I just had the the segment uh, switch over the in and out, I mean, you can't help but want to move to this. There's something about it that just gets inside you. Uh, you know, I... Um, as as a listener, yes. You know, as a player, I can't, when I'm playing, I can't speak to the experience that the audience is having with it. I'm immersed in my experience in the middle of it as a player. But you're giving. There's something that you give, and we're having the chance to receive it and do something with that. Which Hopefully. Is <laughs> that's certainly part of the goal. Yeah. Um, so when that happens, that's really gratifying. Peter... How did you figure out how to bring this group in? Um, well, I mean, first, I was fortunate almost 40 years ago in college to take classes with people like Archie Shep and Max Roach and, and to be really exposed to the importance of music as part of a social movement, as part of a definition and redefinition of a point of view. Um, and I have been fortunate to carry that with me. So I've always been on the lookout for, you know, where are the people around us in the community today? And, and Steve is absolutely right that he's assembled some of the most significant musical voices uh, in the Twin Cities for this performance, Calling the Light. Um, and then Steve and I have multiple connections, one of which is that his daughter is an ELL teacher, an English language learning teacher. Her partner is a board member uh, of the Eastside Freedom Library and a union organizer oh, and, a, and a drummer and a soccer coach. Uh. And, and they have four magnificent children uh, who really show us a future. So, you know, Steve is part of the family. And I think everybody who comes in and gets involved at the Eastside Freedom Library becomes part of the family. Well, I want to make sure that folks know it's 7.30 next week. Uh, at the Eastside Freedom Library. That's at 1105 Greenbrier Street. There is a suggested donation of $20. Nobody's going to be turned away. Check it out at the eastsidefreedomlibrary.org. Also, make sure when you're in the Eastside to head over to the Brunson Pub, brunsonpubs.com. They are the sponsor of our show today, and we really appreciate the work that they're doing. Before we go to the next segment, I just want you to do a plug for the Sonic Expression. Okay, we've been... Um I think we did it for, I think, four times in 2018, took a break in November and December, but um, I'm there with some members of my regular group, Le Voyage, um, and it's open for people to come and 
experience playing this way, this way of spontaneous um, composition, to come and play with us or to come and listen to what happens. And each time we've had interesting people come up and there's always... It's always been worthwhile. Um, and it's on January 20th. Yeah, we've been doing it Sunday, and we're going to do it Sunday afternoon. Um, on the 20th, it's kid-friendly. We've had some very young musicians do it with us. Um, it's really an exciting opportunity that I I hope will really kind of support the community of musicians and the greater community and, and bring people into this world. And with that, we got to go to break. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Building a new home or remodeling a treasured older home can be one of the most exciting and rewarding endeavors of a lifetime. The key to success is to have your priorities and expectations decided up front and that your building partners all share your goals and vision. Steve Northway, founder of Construction Advocates, takes the mystery out of the process of building or remodeling and helps ensure a rewarding process for all involved. For more information or to set up an interview with Steve, go to constructionadvocates.com. That's constructionadvocates.com. We are given the gift of intuition on how to care for ourselves and our families. But too often we forsake that knowledge for the voice of authority. Green Tea Conversations is a radio show for people like you who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and who want to play a more active role in their family's well-being. I'm your host, Candy Broffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I'm excited to bring Green Tea Conversations into your home. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts straight from the pages of Natural Awakenings who will share progressive ideas in the latest natural approaches in nutrition, fitness, creative expression, personal growth, and sustainable living in a fun and informative way. Podcasts of the show are available anytime at naturaltwincities.com, am950radio.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversations on Sundays at 10 a.m. as we awaken to natural health. Hi, I'm Rose McGee, founder of Sweet Potato Comfort Pies. I invite you to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s 90th birthday and our Sweet Potato Comfort Pies 5th annual holiday of service. We'll experience the deep roots of African-American culture and its time-tested practice for fostering healing and constructive action. In the South, where Dr. King led his groundbreaking work for civil rights, Sweet Potato Pie has always been the sacred dessert of black culture. On Saturday, January 19th at Calvary Lutheran Church in Golden Valley, volunteers will bake 90 pies in honor of Dr. King. Then on Sunday, January 20th at Brookview Community Center in Golden Valley, community members will share their own stories to promote racial solidarity and healing and together will determine who to recognize with a pie for comfort or courage. So to beg, register or donate, please email us at sweetpotatocomfortpies at gmail.com. Together, we'll keep our eyes on the pies. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the Eastside's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for sunny skies today with a high near 40. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 29. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. And Sunday, cloudy with a high around 34. Eat Local Minnesota is a resource to find truly independent Minnesota restaurants. Those restaurants feature high-quality food and unique eating experiences with great wines, local foods, microbrews, original dishes, vegetarian options, and much more. Find a full list of all those restaurants at eatlocalminnesota.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Hunter Haas. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 29. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 41. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. EatLocalMinnesota.com is your way to find unique local restaurants offering one-of-a-kind food and atmosphere. Your choice is setting from casual to trendy. Great spots for date nights, evenings with friends, or business occasions. Make sure the money you spend stays local. Find out more at EatLocalMinnesota.com. Happy New Year, you all. 
Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. Isn't this cool music? Today we're talking about programs at the Eastside Freedom Library, and the music you're listening to is the type of music that you'd be able to hear at the Eastside Freedom Library. And the Eastside Freedom Library is going to be featured on the first Saturday of the month in Connections Radio Show. So we're excited about bringing you uh, what's going on and amplifying the conversation so more people can be part of the Eastside Freedom Library's conversation. Peter Ratcliffe is my co-host, and he's also the co-executive director of the Eastside Freedom Library. Welcome, Peter. Great. Thanks, Lori. I, I want to pick up where Steve left off. Um, and that was Steve Hirsch, Steve if you Hirsch. just joined yeah. us, who <laughs> is going to be doing a program next Saturday, uh, Bringing in the Light, 7.30. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So Steve was, was talking about the open jam sessions that we're going to do the following weekend, uh, Sunday the 20th. And his commitment, our commitment to transmitting access to creating music and art to the next generation. And one of the ways that we're doing this is with the support of the Minnesota State Arts Board, we've been able to set up a series of African drumming workshops that are being taught by Babatunde Lee, who will be performing with Steve um, next Saturday night. And Babatunde is offering these African drumming workshops every Tuesday and Thursday afternoon from 4 to 5.30 at the Arlington Hills Recreation Center, which is three blocks away uh, from the library. So that's one of the ways that we're trying to transmit this legacy to a new generation that isn't just going to copy it, but is going to create with it. And another step in that direction is the work that we're doing with the person the listeners are going to hear from next, uh, Davu Seru, who is a great percussionist, teacher, writer, um, composer, uh, and performer. And Davu is organizing a open workshop on Martin Luther King Day, uh, Monday, the 21st of January, at 3 in the afternoon. And I've come to admire Davu greatly for his commitment and his many talents, and I'm excited that we're able to work with him at the library also. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Davu, you were mentioning that uh, you were interested in the paradox that I I posed at the beginning of the show. Yes, in part because the call that I sent out to... Uh, to the, the the invitation that I sent out began with the statement that jazz is black music, which in itself, as as a statement, is a paradox, given that black people don't own so-called jazz. I should should back up and say that jazz, under in scare quotes within scare quotes, uh, 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 is a marketing term uh, that was handed to us from without. Uh, of the community that was producing the music, uh, for the most part, uh, the culture that was producing, or, or sort of put, uh, uh, making the language that they had developed functional for themselves mm-hmm. as people, giving meaning to their world. Uh, eventually, someone would call it jazz again for marketing purposes, right? And they named it. Yes, and and uh, so black jazz is black music is 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 is, is embodies paradox. Uh, uh, Greatly, I would say, uh, and so my call is was was inspired in part by the fact that as a younger musician, I'm 40 now, and I should also tell my audience the audience that I am black, and by that I mean that um, I am the descendant of generations of enslaved people in this country, and. Uh, when I was in my late teens, early 20s, and I became interested in creative improvised music by black composers who have identified with the jazz tradition and blues traditions, and again, those very native, those native-born uh, uh, traditions that are native to America, I needed some teachers, and I didn't follow the traditional track. I've never had a, much of a, I don't have a formal education as a, as a drummer or com- nor a composer. And uh, so I took off 20 years ago to Chicago where I knew there was a much older uh, and, and uh, progressive community uh, that I could learn from and came back with a renewed sense of worthiness and got immediately uh, to the business of 
uh, organizing other people around this music as a but then as a curator of concert series uh, for a few years. Again, that was about that was 19 years ago. Now, <clears throat> as someone who struggles to find black musicians uh, uh, to play with, I have decided to do something about it, and I've taken I'm taking my band. Uh, that I formed in 2016, No Territory Band, uh, and using it, the group of superb uh, improvising musicians, uh, including Pat O'Keefe on clarinets, J.C. Sanford on trombone, Nathan Hansen on saxophones, Scott Fultz on saxophones, Jake Baldwin on trumpet, and Levi Schwartzberg on vibraphone, and myself, uh, to uh, develop a mentor program or an understudy program is what I've been calling it that invites black musicians between the ages of 18 and 30 to come to our rehearsals as you one would in a sort of theater setting among understudies and observe to ask questions to uh, read the music sheet music in advance one of the reasons I'm doing it this way is because I mean the music is, is sometimes very difficult uh, and there's not a place in town for young people to go and cut their teeth on very sort of innovative music. There's a lot uh, that happens in the tradition, right? And, uh, and But that sort of progressive and uh, the music that's really pushing uh, the boundaries, as, uh, at least in terms of page music, print music, uh, there are fewer opportunities. And so we'll meet uh, occasionally, we'll rehearse. Young people are invited to come along, again, ask questions, uh, 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 Post questions to some of the most, again, I'm saying, exciting and and uh, innovative musicians out there, and it's free. And, and also the opportunity eventually is perhaps they'll sub. But that's the idea of the understudy program. If Pat can't make it, if J C can't make it, if Levi, etc., can't make it, well, you know the music. You're you're next in line. Uh, so let, let let's go. And they've had the opportunity for all of the conversations that are part of the rehearsal and all the 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 nuance that goes into exploring yes. what the music is. Indeed, and part of the idea uh, is that um, I'll invite elders in to talk about you know the sort Our, of paths they've uh, uh, they've ventured upon, including some of the people that Steve mentioned earlier, uh, like Douglas Hewitt and, and Donna Washington in particular. Uh, people coming in to talk to young people uh, about process, putting process and people over procedure, uh, and obviously profit. And but narrative and oral history. And narrative and oral history, certainly. Certainly storytelling is, is, is important. Uh, I mean, Steve began talking about uh, these figures uh, and paying homage to these people whom he's, 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 uh, 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 he's been graced with uh, working with Donald and, and Babatunde and, and, and Douglas. That's because I think, like me, Steve carries with him this sort of almost myth, mythological kind of group fantasy that is based on a kind of storytelling and about heroes and people who have overcome uh, and uh, uh, left something and, and continue to contribute something uh, light to this world. Uh, rather than its opposite. And your role in bringing the next generation? I Well, I, you know, I'm 40 years old and I didn't get here myself. I did say I'm not formally, uh, you know, educated as a musician, but uh, I, you know, one of my, part of the reason I ended up in Chicago was there was a, a, an elder musician on the scene in 99 named Sam Favors who hosted a jazz workshop at... Uh, Van Cleve Park on uh, the U of M campus. Uh, he's he's passed on now, but uh, who happened to be the the brother of the bassist of the the very important art ensemble of Chicago, Malachi Favors, uh, but he was living here. Uh, but and 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 the art ensemble of Chicago belongs to this organization that has its roots in the 1960s you know, on the south side of Chicago. It was black people determining their own fates, right, and owning black music. Uh, and the stories that we tell about it, right? And the stories that we tell about it, uh, and 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 taking up the responsibility to teach that to young people for free, for free. So this and is that's, both. Th that's what the, the work that I'm inspired by here. Yes. So it's both a performance and this will be an information session. So yeah. folks are kind of interested in wanting to be part yeah. of this. They could come and learn about it. And I like how you've you've named it interested in the blues 
and African polyrhythmic musical traditions? Yeah, I've studied in Africa uh, and uh, am a blues man. Uh, I, I consider myself and my family because I come from blues people uh, who, you know, coincidentally were in Iowa before the Great Migration happened. And so I, my family has a lot of roots in the region here as it relates to, you know, industry uh, and the Midwest blues, the Midwest blues, coal mines and the yeah. coal mines and the black people who worked alongside them. Uh, and and uh, so I identify very much with the blues uh, as a tradition, as a worldview, as a way of organizing one's ideas amid all this chaos. Well, uh, the paradox even comes through with the sheet music and yet wanting to break rules. So those most of us who play sheet music, stare at pages, uh, <laughs> aim to uh, uh, someday be able to call the tune from memory, <laughs> to not have to stare at a page. Again, the music of, of, that No Territory Band is, is busy with is, is pretty complicated. And uh, until we've really internalized it, like I feel like I've been able to do the tradition, right, uh, we, we, we will be staring at pages and trying to navigate that whole business, which is strange I just say it is a very strange and something that's new to to culture to human life reading music off of pages mm -hmm. so well I want to encourage everyone to be part of the uh, Eastside Freedom Library celebration on the 21st that also honors Martin Luther King Day Indeed. And thank you for being a, a part of the East Side and celebrating this music. This is going to be taking place on the 21st. At 3 p.m., yes. 3 p.m. And for more information on this, go to the eastsidefreedomlibrary.org. And when you're on the East Side, don't forget going over to Brunson's Pub. They're a great supporter. Brunson'sPub.com. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And if you're on Facebook and want to check out Connections Radio Show, we'd love your like. We'll be right back for our last segment in, after a few short commercials. Building a new home or remodeling a treasured older home can be one of the most exciting and rewarding endeavors of a lifetime. The key to success is to have your priorities and expectations decided up front and that your building partners all share your goals and vision. Steve Northway, founder of Construction Advocates, takes the mystery out of the process of building or remodeling and helps ensure a rewarding process for all involved. For more information or to set up an interview with Steve, go to constructionadvocates.com. That's constructionadvocates.com. Located just north of 50th in France, the Great Wall Restaurant has provided a delicious taste of authentic Chinese cuisine since 1981. Specializing in Sichuan and Peking dishes, they offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include hot and sour soup, pan-fried dumplings, and mushu pork with homemade Chinese pancakes. Stop by their Edina location or call for takeout at 952-927-4439. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can go solar with all energy solar, even way up north in Minnesota. Lots of people ask them, isn't Minnesota too cloudy for solar? No. The truth? For one thing, Minneapolis gets nearly as much sun each year as Houston, Texas. But it isn't just about how much sun you get. It's also about having access to great local incentive programs that make solar affordable. Learn what your options are to save with solar and visit allenergysolar.com today. As farmers and ranchers, stewardship of the land comes naturally. Your work keeps our water clean, improves the soil, and enhances wildlife habitat. It also provides countless benefits, not just for you and your family, 
but for millions of Americans who depend on this region every day without even realizing it. Thank you for being stewards of America's prairie for all of us. Take a moment to find out how conservation pays. Visit conservationpays.org. Connections Radio Show. Isn't this lovely music? You can be a part of this music by going to the Eastside Freedom Library. And as I've been talking about it during the show, the Eastside Freedom Library and all their cool things that they do get featured on the first Saturday of the month. So if you've been enjoying the show, make sure you put it on your calendar for next month, first Saturday, to tune in and learn about the cool things happening there. And I have Peter Ratcliffe, who is my co-host and is the co-executive director for the Eastside Freedom Library. It's been a great show. Thank it you. It sure has. You yeah. bring such wonderful guests. Well, I'm a lucky person, really. So let's do a recap of the two events that we've been talking about, and then we can head over to the calendar and talk about other events coming up this month. Well, really, three events. So we've been oh, talking right. about uh, Calling the Light uh, that Steve Hirsch has assembled this all-star team of creative musicians, Douglas Ewart, Babatunde Lee, Donald Washington, and Steve on percussion. Um, and that will be next Saturday night, uh, the 12th, at 7.30 p.m. at the Eastside Freedom Library. The following Sunday, we will have an open session, and following Davu's comments about jazz and where the word jazz comes from, it's it's been a contentious discussion among us about whether to call this jazz, whether to even call it a jam session. Mm -hmm. And we're calling it sonic expressions, mm -hmm. uh, a term that our friend Douglas Ewart offered, and we want to invite people to come and participate in that uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, the 20th at 3. And then the following day on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, Monday the 21st at 3, um, Davu is creating and offering another opportunity for people, particularly younger African Americans, uh, to come and participate in making music and for the rest of us to learn, uh, watch, listen, and enjoy, and provide, again, as I think you and Steve were exploring, the the role of a live audience in contributing to what happens in the creative process. So, so those are three things I want to mention. I also want to give both Steve and Davu a chance to encourage people to visit their websites and learn more about their work uh, or their Facebook pages. And so, Steve, about Le Voyage. Sure. Um, Le Voyage is the, the name I kind of use for, for my musical projects, or at least most of them so far. And we've got a Facebook page, um, so look for it and, and like it, and then I'll get little emails from Facebook telling me <laughs> how many people like my page. Um, and I can get that little endorphin rush from that um it is I, amazing how social media has trained us <laughs> oh dear um and but i i do want to say in all of this you know there's a real connection between the music that i've been fortunate enough to be part of that we've been presenting at the library i think with what Davu um is 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 doing coming up and and the fact that it's happening at the library is not insignificant and I really want to thank Peter for that. The, the library has become, for me, an institution and a, a home to, um, to bring the art, to, to bring our efforts at trying to make this world a little bit more um, humane and, and compassionate. And I'm really grateful that Peter, and Beth too, I guess, who I've never met, um, <laughs> But I don't want to um, leave her leave out, her out sure. of, uh, of the equation because I'm sure she's got a lot to do with what's going on, even though she's not who I deal with on, on a the regular basis. The place would just be completely full of books if it, were up, <laughs> if it had been left up to me. Well, and I'm sure there's all kinds of other things yeah. that would not be as, as good as yeah. they are because um, that's how it is in my house. But, um, you know, to, to have a venue to bring this forward, to not deal with all of the the gatekeeping and kind of booking hassle that musicians deal with in typically in trying to bring their music 
to people and to bring it in a way that doesn't compromise their artistic vision, that's true to really what the music is about, that's really hard to come by. And I'm really grateful that the library is available as a venue for us and, and grateful for the fact that Peter and Beth understand that art and politics are not two separate things that exist in two different worlds. There, It's a multi-sided, coin's the wrong word, it's a multi-sided object. Jewel. You know, and all of these pieces are facets of it, and that they have the insight to understand that and, and, and welcome these opportunities to do this is really crucial for me and for um, the work that I'm trying to do through, through music. Thank you. And D Davu, would you tell people how they can learn more about No Territory Band in your work? Certainly. Uh, Peter mentioned earlier that I'm a writer. And so one of the things I've taken up is uh, documenting <laughs> uh, my activities, particularly uh, as they relate to No Territory Band, at my website, which is davuseru.com. That's D-A-V-U-S-E-R-U.com, where you'll find the No Territory Band page there. And on my blog, uh, documentation about, um, again, what we've been up to the last two years are in the dramatic arc that is No Territory Band. We resolved just this past August <laughs> uh, uh, by uh, debuting uh, in uh, France, in Trignac, France, in a community uh, that's in the middle of the country at a, a festival there called Festival Kind of Blue, which I've been fortunate enough to, to perform in before. But I was able to take the band over uh, through crowdsourcing and, and just getting the word out, we went over and, and, and one of the co-headliners of the the, uh, the kind of Baloo Festival promoting our uh, record, uh, which people can hear samples of at the website and, of course, uh, uh, com, and, of course, purchase if they're interested in. The title of the record is There's a Hole in the Wall in the Bucket. And it's available for you there. And if there are young people that you might know who would be or at least curious about uh, uh, coming out, send them to the record. They can listen, you know, get a sense of what I've been talking about here and uh, uh, decide whether or not to join us. And then come on January 21st at 7 p.m. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. In part so that children and young people can yes. come. So yes. So deliberate. Yeah. There is a program later at 7 p.m. on labor and Black Lives Matter. Oh yeah, there. Oh yes. I I had put pushed the, the wrong calendar date. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's lots of other things happening yes. in January. Yes, go, go to, the to the calendar. Go to the calendar and see. Everything we do is there's art open exhibit. and yep. ISIS is not art exhibit. We've yeah. got art making workshops. You've got. Uh, parental support even programs yep. there's great things that are happening that support the community that support art that support politics that support labor movement uh this is a cool place to go and we want you to come back every first saturday of the month and be part of the east side freedom library here on am 950 the progressive voice of minnesota we also want you to check them out at the eastsidefreedomlibrary.org also check out brunson's pub Terrific place, Brunson'sPub.com. Great place to go. They're supporting our show, so we want to do a great big thank you and shout out. Thank you all for making this a terrific kickoff for the 2019 Connections Radio Show. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, blessed, thank you. blessed to have you here, and we'll be looking for you next week. Have a good one. Mm -hmm.